0: on Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your ears or other listening devices. I'm your host Ryan Andrews, and we are back with another installment of Blue Jays Fan Friday. We made it through another week, folks. It, it's been a little bit difficult this week. There have been a couple of games where where you really <laughs> you really didn't know how much you could take uh, of of losing baseball, but you made it. You made it to this point, and I am glad you did. So we are as always are dedicating the Friday episode to you, the fans and what you want to talk about, what your opinions are and what what, I'm not going to mince words. Couple of very strong targets coming from the fans this week. I, I mean, it's no surprise given the main focal points of ire when it comes to this team, but you know, it, We keep coming back to it. And we're going to start with the original Black Hole himself. He's costing Mo money. He's causing Mo problems. He's Kendris Morales. And again, I'm not sure how much longer this can go on for the Blue Jays. They cannot keep doing this. They can't keep doing this to themselves they can't keep doing this to the fans. They can't keep doing this to the other guys on this team. And and we've seen... Point, like, the team doesn't even have any faith in Kendris Morales anymore. It's why they're sending runners home when th- it's obviously going to be a very close play at the plate. They're sending them home anyway because Morales is due up and they're not even sure Morales can drive in a run anymore. And it, it's just frustrating to watch. And I know I know Kendris is frustrated. He's taking the glasses off. He's putting the glasses on. He's having LASIK in the dugout between innings. I'm not sure what else he's doing, but none of it is working. Yeah, he's had some bad luck. That ball he hit in the eighth inning of last night's game against Oakland was a very well hit ball. Just a a very good play made in the outfield prevented him from getting aboard. But there you can't ignore this anymore like um for former guest of the podcast Keegan Matheson tweeted out he can't even see the Mendoza line anymore he's fallen past the Bacardi line uh the, the 151 which is accurate because it made me want to throw up watching Kendris Morales bat last night but again this is this is a difficult position that the Blue Jays find themselves in—they're not even halfway through this three-year, thirty-three million-dollar contract that they signed Kendrys Morales to—and it—it's just not happening. And the first question when I when I put out four four topics for today's Fan Friday episode, um, immediately after I put it out, Georgia Blue Jay at Georgia Blue Jay, all one word. That's our, that's our first question. Why is Morales still the H? Because that's what they're paying him to do, unfortunately, Georgia. That's the best I can offer because the stats are abysmal. Like he still only has 14 hits this season. I'm I'm pretty sure I would have 14 hits at this point and I was a swing happy first baseman who got retired at 13 because I struck out more often then Morales did it. And he's not, it's, it's amazing. He's only grounded into two double plays this year. I, I would have thought it would have been sky high. Like just seems like clockwork. If there's a runner on first base, Kendris is going to ground into a double play, but no only two double plays, probably because he's been hitting so far down in the lineup. He hasn't had batters on base to hit into double plays with. But the the inability to get the ball up anymore, like it he's he's not finding any holes. His his batting average on balls in play isn't isn't much better than his a- average right now. It's a it's a one fifty nine average on balls in play because he just keeps hammering him into the dirt. He's He's hitting ground balls 54% of the time. And when you have the wheels of a rusted out 1954 Ford pickup truck, you're not beating any of those ground balls out. And, and it's, it's just, it, it's like watching molasses try and turn a water wheel when, when Kendra's Morales runs it, it just does not work properly. Um, but sadly, again, there, there aren't many other options. Um, as uh, Blue Jays in flight at P not 13 pointed out on Twitter, who else were they going to put in last night? Teoscar Hernandez injured his back and, and wasn't available. And that leaves Luke Maley, who you need in case you need a backup catcher and Gio Urshela, who might be the only player on the team with a worse stick than Kendris Morales right now. So there there's there's no other real good option. We We all know the real good option. It was the topic of point counterpoint this week, but the Blue Jays are convinced he needs to stay down and learn how to play third base instead of actually um, you know, hit and and give the Blue Jays some offense that they desperately need. But but yeah that's why he still gets trotted out as the DH and it it's not just it's not just Kendris like as as much as the fan base likes to single out Kendris Morales as as the bane of the offensive existence i put out a poll last night asking blue jays fans what they wanted to do with Kendris Morales and 105 of you voted at the time of recording said designate him for assignment. Um, Coming in a distant second with 23% is to make him pitch the ninth inning and see if he can actually pitch. Didn't end up coming to that. They went with Jake Petrica, who, again, got two quick round balls, look good, and then run. Because, you know, that is what Jake Petrica wants to do. He wants to give up at least one run. But the patience is so thin for Kendris Morales right now. Like, like people people don't want to see him. They don't even want to see him on the bench at this point. They they just want him out of town. And his struggles have been magnified with the other struggles on this lineup. Russell Martin hasn't been hitting the way we're used to seeing him hitting. Josh Donaldson is batting 240, and he came out like 240 spot. No, Josh, it's it's not fine. I, I know you want to adjust it for what. This is in in Major League Baseball nowadays, especially considering you want to be paid in the winter. But it's not fine. You an MVP candidate cannot be hitting 240. So because there's no cushion for Kendris Morales, because Kevin Pillar can't do it all himself, because because Teoscar Hernandez may may have a back issue and and he's hit or miss when he is out there. It it just Magnifies what the problems with Morales do to this Blue Jays team, and again, the fans have had enough. The fans want him done. They see Vlad Jr. They they see Danny Jansen at Triple A, because uh, I've see, I've seen people wanting to call up Jansen to serve service catcher, learn from Luke Maley and Russell Martin, and and serve as a DH because he's batting 305 at Triple A. Which. First of all, success at AAA is not going to pretend to success at Major League level. Um, Gio Urshela was hitting 320 at AAA when the Blue Jays called him up, and he has failed to to come close to that level of hitting. If he did, he'd be in the lineup a bit more. But I, I, I don't know what else you can do with Kendris Morales. It's completely gone off the rails for him, and it sucks. It, it sucks for him, but th- there's just nothing else you can do to to try and, and let him hit out of it. The, the clock is ticking on this season. I've said if, if the Blue Jays start start falling back by the end of the month they really have to start considering trading off some of their pieces and Josh Donaldson's out of at the front of the line of that list but if anyone if anyone took Andres Morales he'd, he'd be already out the door and they they just can't they can't keep doing this it's not fair to the team to have to continually carry him to to have to change the way they play, to have to take unnecessary risk because they can't trust Kendris Morales to even have a 20% chance of doing what he's what he was paid to do. So um yeah, to answer to answer your question, Georgia, it, he's there because there's no one else uh, that they want to bring up in time and yeah it's it's just an ugly situation with and it doesn't look like there's much that can be done to fix it at this point um we'll talk about uh, looking to fix another portion of the blue jays team that that wonderfully disappointing starting rotation right after this All right. So obviously, the other big story coming out of the night was another poor performance from Aaron Sanchez as starter. He he completed four innings, which is a slight uptick, but still nowhere near the amount of innings you need to complete to be a good starting pitcher. That's a good good number of innings for a swing man, but not for a starting pitcher, and certainly not one with the talent we've seen from Aaron Sanchez. And this was on the mind of. Chris at Jay's train to rain. Um just again asking where do the Blue Jays go from here in twenty eighteen? What is the fix for these Blue Jays to fix this rotation? And I'm I'm gonna focus on Sanchez first because again, he was a big story last night. He he looked like he was pitching scared. He looked like he had no confidence in his stuff, which which really sucks because he had a he had a good start to the game. Got two Ks to start the game. Look looked like he was dealing. Looked like he had that fastball control. Load the bases up. That that was nerve wracking. But then the bat to Matt Chapman to end that first inning. Three fa- fastballs down the pipe. It's like I know you're not going to hit this, so you can try and just blew them right by them. That's that's the Aaron Sanchez that is worth a mega money deal. That's the Aaron Sanchez that's an all-star right there. In that at bat to Matt Chapman. But uh, time and time again, we see him, and he's just all over the place. I don't know if he's afraid to put it into the strike zone. I don't know if he can't do it. I I am at a loss for words at how Sanchez can keep doing this. And and it's not just me frustrated. Aaron's frustrated. Um, In remarks he made to uh, John Lott of The Athletic after the game, uh, he used a couple of words that we will not use on this podcast because I want to keep the clean rating on here. But um, basically, his thoughts on matters were that he does not care about racking up strikeouts, which, again, racks up his pitch count, which is the major problem with Sanchez. He wants to win, and he is not winning because he is not performing. He is not hitting the plate. And he said, you know, he missed he missed most of last year. He's still trying to get his feet under him. But he was good in April. He, he dominated the Orioles. He had a no-hitter going against the Orioles. He was good in April. It's just fallen apart in May. And again, it it looks like he he doesn't trust his stuff anymore since since the blister issues. And and that's that's a I understand it. I mean, you you don't want to end up like Andrew Triggs last night, um, who ended up having to leave after a forearm strain on a particularly uh, jerky pitch, but there's there's not you you want to be able to say Aaron you, you can do this you you have the talent you have the pitches you you don't have to be fooling around with the curveball which again it looks like it's all over the place but you have a 97 98 fastball and so so many of these guys can't catch up with that fastball. That you need to be able to to pound it in there confidently, and and the way he's just been all over the map, I'll see pitches like a foot off the plate, up, down at the ankles. Um, he, he's he's so wild, and I'm not sure what what needs to be done if if he needs to take a break like Stroman did, just to kind of kind of reset, get his head back, but. It speaks to problems with this rotation and I, I want to include this comment from Chantel Witter at Witter Chantel. Um, she's saying there's never been really consistent pitching for this Blue Jay squad, so in her mind, until they do a major overhaul of the roster, the team's just going to be more frustrated and, and morale will go down and the team will just continue to underperform like this. And, and it's It does speak to to what I said before, that the rotation issues are weighing down this entire team because it obviously weighs on the rotation because they aren't performing and they know it. Again, those comments from Sanchez last night, he's upset. Estrada has been upset at times. strowman has been upset. They're all upset. They're not performing better, but they're all upset about it. But it weighs down on the bullpen, which we saw last night because, again, Sung Hwan Oh has to come out in the fifth inning, which is so far away from what you signed Sung Hwan Oh to do. And he promptly go- went out there and gave up runs. John Axford called out again, gives up a home run. The the bullpen couldn't keep it in check for the Blue Jays, and they, they couldn't keep it down low enough for that late-inning magic to come through. And And it was bound to happen it was bound to happen because a bullpen can't keep going out there doing that. And, and this wrecks the lineup too, because when you're, when you're, when you're in a lineup, when you're at home and before you even get the chance to go out onto the field, you're down, you're, you're already playing from behind that changes your entire mentality. You, you can't have a game like you did on Wednesday against the Mets, where it's like 12 nothing, and you're just, you know, you're out there having fun, you're laughing, you just feel stressed from the moment you enter the batter's box, and you press, and you start swinging at pitches you don't swing at, and you're trying desperately to make up, what, make up for the mistakes of, of your starting pitcher, and this Blue Jays team can't do that they they cannot continually go out there there is not a consistent power threat there is not a consistent contact hitter outside of Kevin Pillar and they can't keep doing this they need they need a start like J.A. Happ they need a start where they don't have to worry about trying to make up for mistakes they can just go out and and swing naturally and swing freely stop having to play catch up every time because that grates on a team like Chantel said the the team gets frustrated, the morale is down, and you and you, the fans go down as well because you just start losing hope. The, at, did at any point at any point last night did I think Toronto would come back after being down seven one? No, I, I was impressed they got it to seven four. That that was that was great. That, hey hey, the, Josh Donaldson's up tying run at the plate. The, did did we think he could get it? No. No, the fan base has lost that much faith in him. I I put that out. Like, this this is the guy you wanted up at the start of the season and um Lucky Stars at Bright Skies 99 didn't have the same hope because Josh Donaldson hasn't looked good and they were proven right because he grounded out. He couldn't even lift the ball o- over the over the infield. It 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 just gets frustrating to watch and I, I said at the start of this week when I was talking with Roy Woodrake, I need to see like a four and two week out of this Blue Jays team heading into a really rough stretch of baseball coming up. When again, they face sh- the the best player in baseball, Mike Trout, and, the sec- and who may be the second best player in baseball, Shohei Otani. They face the Angels. Then they face the Phillies, who are looking really good. And then it's the Red Sox again. And... And what are the Blue Jays going to be after that stretch? They could easily be five games below five hundred and then, what do you do with this team with 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 the the Yankees and Red sox so far ahead i I can't i I can't offer offer much hope that it's going to change but it does have to come from the rotation. I don't know what else they can do this season. They brought up Deck McGuire. They brought up Sam Gavilio. They still run out Joe Biagini for some reason, which it's sounding more and more like they want to give Gavilio a shot at starting. Um, and given that we did not see Gavilio last night, I, I think they might still be interested in doing that. But they they have to start getting something out of this rotation and if not they have to start start cutting weight we, we talked about Jaime Garcia his he is on a very short leash with his contract and and he could easily be given the Matt Latos treatment and send packing um, again Joe Biagini I've said I'm done with him as a starter he needs to be in the bullpen I've seen many opinions to that effect the Blue Jays can't keep running him out like that. He's not an MLB starter. Stop treating him like one. If Sam Gavilio has a good start on Saturday, if he's in there, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. If Sam Gavilio can give you five, six innings, I, I am all for that. Because, I mean, Seattle's getting that out of Wade LeBlanc. They're, get, they're getting three-hit ball out of Wade LeBlanc. Get the Blue Jays to do that? We had Wade LeBlanc trading him off. I don't know. I don't know. I just it it's tough. It's tough to be a Blue Jays fan this month. This has been one of the toughest months I can remember. And I sat through everything last year. And I sat through many years before that, but this this has been one of the toughest months just from the from the hope that April generated just to have it all steadily sucked away by the performances of this rotation and and this lineup. It's it's been it's been tough, but you know the the fan base, the Blue Jays fan base, is, is a big reason of why I am able to endure because of the support of guys like and girls like you, and I appreciate that every week. And and thank you so much to everyone who wrote in uh, with their opinions and their questions for this Fan Friday installment of Locked On Blue Jays, and we will continue to do it because because it's, it's no fun being on this roller coaster if there ain't a bunch of other people screaming alongside you. So again, thank you guys so much. This brings a week of Locked On Blue Jays to a close. So thank you again for everyone here at Locked On Blue Jays and the Locked On MLB Podcast Network. I am Ryan Andrews. I'm at NeoAC18. Thank you so much for listening to this. And y'all take care.